This is The Extra Mile. Welcome back to the Extra Mile. I'm Killed Spear along with G5. The G5. And today we're with the Taskmaster himself, our mentor. It is the one and only Nate Fritz. Hi, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the. Uh, I, I get to be the first guest on your show. Yeah, you do. That's a pretty That's special right. thing. That's right. <laughs> be worth some money someday. <laughs> <laughs> we will see about that. So today we're going back to the usual schedule of previous podcast episodes. We're going to have news from a Christian point of view. And Nate and George are going to lead us in a devotional. We're going to take a look, of course, at God's book, the Bible. And then we're going to have a call to action and what we can do right now as followers of Jesus. So George, start us off. What is the news? The world is on fire, guys. The still. election is still going on. <laughs> uh, Trump is wanting to take his uh, the election results and everything to the Supreme Court. Meanwhile, Rudy Giuliani is in quarantine with COVID. What a guy. Uh, Monday, we'll, <laughs> the Electoral College will vote for president. Um, and then there's a stimulus package in the air as well. But that is all determined by the Senate runoff there, the special election in Georgia. That will determine... Um, the results of that will determine who's running the Senate. Mm, that's so, important. Yeah, yeah that's that will that will we'll see what's in the Pray stimulus about that. package and yeah. who's running the Senate. And then of course you have uh, Facebook. Facebook is accused. This is our tech. Facebook is accused of breaking antitrust laws. Shocking. It's <laughs> 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 crazy. Yeah, of being a monopoly and buying out competitive businesses such as Instagram and and WhatsApp. Um, so if the lawsuit is successful, Facebook would be forced to to sell those companies, uh, Facebook, uh, not Facebook, but Instagram and, and WhatsApp. I, I had no idea Facebook even owned Instagram. You told me the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know that. Did. They own everything. They own WhatsApp, and we use WhatsApp to communicate uh, with all Nate, do you have an Instagram? <laughs> Why are you even asking me that? <laughs> the, the silence deafening. I was like, why aren't we friends on Instagram? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's why. That's right. He ain't got one. Well, you know, a lot of people are are moving from Facebook to other platforms. Yeah. Yeah, and, some people uh, are. Platforms that I've never even heard of. Uh, but uh, I know, for example, uh, people your age and sometimes a little bit younger than you guys uh, are – they're really not into Facebook very much. They're into, they're more into the, some of the others. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. And it's always good to have competition, right? Yeah, true. So, uh, then, of course, we have a health update, COVID. Uh, mm. It just seems to continue, but mm. there is some, there's some positivity here. The FDA approved this weekend Pfizer's vaccine, uh, and we're just awaiting distribution. So sounds like good news. Yeah, that, that's really Hopefully good. So. And then, of course, meanwhile, the UK has already begun administering the vaccine to some frontline workers and then also to the elderly. And so we get to see that uh, in action. And it seems like if we stay on this track, we're still good for everyone having the vaccine or available for the vaccine. Uh, cool. Come sun, summer 2021. That would be good, too. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. But hopefully, and it's been easy to see, and sometimes in our own lives, and it's definitely been easy to see across the whole Christian community, who do we trust or what do we trust in? A lot of people, they've been putting it in government and other things like that. Uh, So that's going to bring us to our devotional section, Simple But Profound, and Whom Do We Trust? That's right. That is our Devo for today. Things seem unstable, right? Um, Our future seems to be uncertain, and the people... People put their trust in the government, and the system is 
it's just corrupt. And then people put their, go to social media and, and try to find answers and to connect with other people, but then they're just manipulated, um, antitrust laws and things like that. And then people have their faith in technology and in modern medicine. Mm -hmm. But that's only, we've only seen that become shaken in 2020. And so where are we truly headed and who should we put our trust in moving forward? Um, what do you guys think? I mean, well, well I, you know, in thinking about that, that whole idea of where do we put our trust, a lot yeah. of times we find, uh, especially in our day, uh, it's fairly relevant that people put their trust in the, the year, for example. Well, 2020 has been a tough year. 2021 is coming, and that's going to be a great year. New start, uh, yeah. Nobody ever considered – well, I say nobody. You know, people generally seem to not be considering, uh, you know, bad things don't consider – the, t the the numbers of what year it is you know mm. and uh 2021 can be just as difficult as 2020 was unless we're trusting in somebody or something that's bigger than that so instead of putting your trust in a new year let's put our trust in something yeah people are acting like the, the uh they're acting like the new year's like a baptism or something it's gonna <laughs> wash away all the pro sins of 2020 <laughs> that's true uh unfortunately covid and all the tensions will probably still be here come the new year. That's right. Yeah. That's why it this would, is so important. It would be nice if it happened like that. But, uh, it would be, but uh, we'll see. We'll get, see. We just got whether it does or not. The point is that you know, trust trust is not in uh, what could be. Trust is not in uh, just doctors or science or all of these things. There's there's a bigger point of trust in life. Yeah, and all those things it. come from God. Exactly. So, I mean, and that's what we should be trusting. That's who, that's who we're trusting in. That brings my mind what I have in my notes, Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. It says, My blessing is on those people who trust in me, me being God, who put their confidence in me. They will be like a tree planted near a stream whose roots spread out toward the water. It has nothing to fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no need to be concerned in a year of drought. It does not stop bearing fruit. I love that because if we have our trust in God, then we see, you know, we have this peace in, in life. We have a confidence in our creator and his divine hand. We have freedom from the burden of this world and what, you know, the, this world tries to put on us. And then we also have this longing for eternity. Now, you said you liked Psalm 28, verse 7. Oh, that's a great psalm. It actually uh, corresponds with what you just read there. <clears throat> psalm 28, verse 7, The Lord is my strength and my shield. Uh, my heart trusts in, in Him. In Him I'm helped, he says. Trusting in the Lord gives us this, this better, greater sense. Uh, you notice one of the things in the passage that you read is that a tree is not sustained just because it's a tree. It's growing. This tree is trying to grow in the right direction. That's a good point. And it's taking sustenance in what is is really life giving. The tree is not life giving of its own. Yeah. But it has to have it's, this water. Roots are going to the exactly. water. Yeah, that's really good. And that's exactly what Psalm one says: that the person who delights in the law of the Lord, which is what we talked about last time, mm -hmm. Christian, you got to be in your Bible because how can we trust in God if we don't know what His plans are for us? If we don't know what He's telling us? Because a tree is planted by the streams of water, just like we're reading in Psalm one. And the waters, Nate just pointed out, we're going to get that from the word of the Lord. Yeah, mm -hmm. and there's a bunch, there's an abundance of that and uh, wisdom and knowledge in that water. Mm -hmm. And we can, when we trust in God, we don't have to worry about you know this physical future anymore. We can know that God is present 
and that our longing should be an eternity. And that brings to mind Jeremiah, still in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 10 through 13. Now, in this passage, we're talking about the future of the Israelites, but those principles can still apply to us today. And in verse 10, it says, I will fulfill my gracious promise to you and restore you to to your homeland, for I know that I have I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope. When you call out to me and come to me in prayer, I will hear your prayers. When you seek me in prayer and worship, you will find me available to you if you seek me with all your heart and soul. What uh, an awesome passage that, that is. is. Uh, I love that. God is for you. That's what he's saying. <laughs> I am for you. I want these things for you. Yeah. It's, it's really a tremendous text. It's super encouraging. Mm-hmm. Even in verse 11, it says, trust, you know, this idea of trusting in God, it can give us a, an assurance there that there's a place of restoration for us in heaven. And then in that same passage, that same verse, verse 11, when we trust in God, you know, we place our confidence and our life in his plans. Not that we just live off a whim, but that we live biblically structured. <laughs> when I'm saying, when I say biblically structured, I say as it, it says in verse 13, seeking him in prayer and worship, actually desiring him. And if we trust in him, he'll hear our prayers, verse 12, and he'll make himself available to us in verse 13. Mm. But trusting in God means that we need to be, like it says in verse 13, dedicated and, and seeking him with all of our heart and soul. Uh, it is a great passage, very yeah. encouraging. Um, so it makes me want to ask a question of the of the veteran here. Oh, and, go for and it, brother Nate. Um, we've all experienced it where we, you know, we're lacking and struggling to trust in God. But for you uh, in your life, what has helped you in the moments where you logically knew you should have trust in God, but you were struggling? What helped you? Grow yeah, in well, faith? the help that we draw. Uh, it can't be just from what we think, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to come from what God says is going to help us. Otherwise, how do we know it'll help us? Mm-hmm. Well, God tells us what will help us. And so here in this text, in, in verse 13, George read for us, he talks about seeking him in prayer and in worship. And I think a lot of times as Christians, we, we're we not thinking about, well, if what's the best way for me to move forward uh, when you're dealing with struggles, uh, well, a lot of times people will just say, well, I think I will, you know, take vacation or something. Well, uh, these things might provide temporary relief, but what the Lord's talking about here in this text is something more permanent. And I think we need to realize that in order to have permanent uh, peace, we've got to do these permanent things, mm-hmm. things like uh, prayer. We don't just pray once in a while. Our, our life is a prayer. And, and we're constantly in connection with God uh, in prayer. And then he mentions worship there as well. A lot of people don't give credit to worship for what it really is. Yeah. Worship, if it's done right, if we're really putting our heart into it, changes our, our whole week. It changes our whole life in, in essence. But, but, you know, we do that week to week in a formal way, and that changes our daily worship to God. And so a lot of it has to do with gaining this newer perspective. Uh, if, we, if, we, if we do things the way the world would have, we've got to go from one new exciting thing to another that fades and fizzles, and then we've got to have something mm-hmm. else. And this way, uh, what the writer is speaking about here are some permanent ways to provide the peace that everybody is really, truly looking for. That's really good. And you're getting away from yourself at that point. You're putting in effort towards God, just like that tree wrote about in Jeremiah 17. Mm-hmm. That's 
chasing after that that water mm -hmm. that's really good that, that is really good advice uh, where are we rooted are we rooted in the permanent things of God? That's going to take us our faith in action. We kind of got two points for you today, what we can do right now, how can we can be more like Jesus and walk the walk. Uh, it's that time of year, George. That's uh, right. So what's that faith in action is right now with the holiday season? <laughs> well, I, we just want to encourage everyone to, you know, Let's be generous givers. Mm. You know, it's been a it's a hard year for some people, for a lot of people, and we all know we all know someone who's struggling. Um, and now would be a great time to to have that giving heart um, and to really you know impact some people's lives. To, to put in to others and to put it into God, glorify Him. Second Corinthians one three through four says, God doesn't just give your resources for your own enjoyment but to make a difference in the world around you. God never blessed, blesses us just to sit on what we have. He blesses us so that we can bless others. Mm. Very encouraging. Yeah, that's a good point. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, uh, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by, by God. So like you say, you know, he gives in order for us to be givers. Mm. It's, a, it's really good. Especially during, I know that the holiday season is not the only time we ought to be no. givers, but there's a lot of people right. the holidays treat poorly. Yeah. You know, they don't have the family. They don't have the friends. And, uh, of course, for a Christian, a lot of that is eradicated because you have a family in Christ mm. who watches after you and sees after you. Uh, but still... We can consider passages like this to help us be more aware, be more thoughtful toward those yeah. who, who need to have comfort. That's right. And then speaking of family, we have family overseas, citizens of heaven. Uh, the Bloodworths, particularly Miranda Bloodworth, you can contact her to help out with Project 912. Uh, there's a preacher out in the Republic of Congo and Christians around him. Uh, in real dire need right now, just of clean water. We've been bringing this yeah. up on the podcast, um, but God has given us richly so we can give uh, richly. So if you want to be contact, or if you need to contact to get that, you can find Miranda Bloodworth. You can contact Milwaukee Ave on Facebook in any way to help our brothers and sisters over there. That's truly a, a worthwhile effort. Yes, yeah. it is. Eternal it really effort. Is. We almost can't comprehend not having good water to drink. And, and if you do drink it, uh, the way that it is, that yeah. it can cause right really serious damage, in fact, death. Yeah. And, and he's he suffered that uh, in his own family. That's, mm. that's, sad. that's a worthy cause. It really is. And then you were also saying, Caleb, there's an, an actual exercise we can do. Yeah, so based out of what you all brought out of uh, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17 there, here's a practical spiritual exercise for us uh, right now. Uh, whether it's a spouse or a close brother or a sister in Christ, let's sit down and bear one another's burdens. Uh, make a note of your worries. What are you genuinely concerned and worried about in life? And we say all the time, give it to God, and we should in prayer. But let's share that with someone else, with a sister or brother in Christ, so that way we can know each other's issues and worries, and we can pray for one another. We can have fellowship in Christ with that. Uh, Nate's going to read Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Here's this principle. Yeah, he says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Mm. And though a man uh, might prevail against one who is his 
who is alone, two will, with, will withstand him. A threefold, a threefold cord is not quickly broken. We often use that with regard to marriage. A lot of marriages, ceremonies yeah. have that in there. I hear it a lot. But it, and it's true with regard to marriage. Sure. But it's also true outside of marriage, just one interpersonal relationship to another, like you're talking about, doing yeah. some of these things that you're talking about uh, here in this section of our show. That's yes, really good. we got fellow believers here to fight the good fight along with. So let's not waste God's resources. Mm-hmm. Let's bear one another's burden. Let's love one another and pray Amen. for one another. That's right. I think that will lead us to our closing prayer. Nate, if you want to okay, let's close us out. Father, we thank you for uh, this uh, program. Thank you for uh, the teaching that goes out from uh, this local church and other churches that are faithful to you and and we pray, Father, that your hand be in the politics as we've talked about. Uh, we know that it is. We want your will to be done. And we ask that, uh, that uh, it might be in such a way that we can have peace and, and uh, that we're able to worship you in, in harmony with one another and not be interrupted by government or government regulations. We pray for the tech world, Father, and pray that we as, as lights for you will be positive influences on these different platforms and and uh, and in and in the hearts of people who read these that they might be uplifted they might be brought closer to you in our efforts and the things that we post we pray for the nation's health but not only here in the u.s but the world over we do pray for a quick vaccine if it's your will that we not have to continue to deal with uh, the uh, the problems of that uh, of that virus uh, that has killed and and hurt so many, and uh, pr- Father, in all of that, pray that you uh, give us wisdom that we might uh, have love in our hearts for you and therefore for others around about us. Father, help us to seek you in prayer, to honor you in our worships, uh, in our worship, in our life, uh, both day to day as well as formal worship on your on your day, the Lord's day. And uh, we pray this, uh, Father, according to your will, and that our heart and soul uh, might be changed daily by focusing upon you, upon your word, and dealing with people who are in your family. Forgive us where we fall short and help us always to look to you, and that we might uh, be thankful for your grace, your mercy, and your forgiveness. Through Mm -hmm. Jesus, we ask it. Amen. 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 That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Go so. everybody.